Good morning. It's been a while, although when you're listening to this, uh, you probably won't notice, but yeah, I've been a little bit busy the last day, so I wasn't really able to record something, but here I am, and I'm gonna pick up where I left, so enjoy. Hey, a funny thing. I recorded the morning message and then just completely forgot about it. So here I am now waiting uh, for my bus because I'm going to the Politiken uh, bookstore that we went to once because uh, I'm looking for some inspiration. I've ordered a book called um, Tech versus Society, I think which I think will be quite interesting for the project and my master's thesis, uh, so we'll see. They didn't have it on on store or, how do you say that, uh, on stock, uh, so they had to order it. But I'm going there anyways to see if there's something else interesting going on and yeah, we'll see. Um, I've had a really weird lecture this morning actually the lecture is still going but i decided to kind of bail out and do something else because it's a little bit uh chaotic and um i feel a bit bad for the lecturer because he keeps asking if he if uh his mic is working and if people can hear him uh, after he asks questions and his mic is working fine, it's just that no one is saying anything. It was a little bit cringe-worthy, but yeah. Poor guy, but that's kind of the issue, I guess, with uh, these digital lectures where you don't really see uh, the faces of the people and you have no idea if they're actually asleep or not. <laughs> so I wouldn't want to be in his shoes, to be honest. But yeah, now I'm working. Uh, no, not not working, but I'm waiting for the bus, which will come in four minutes. And it's been a while since I've been uh, in the city. So we'll see how this goes. And I'm excited to see what kind of books I will find. And I think I'm going to keep you updated on this because that's going to be quite interesting. I love this bookstore. It's great. And the people there are awesome. So yeah, I'll report in a bit. So I'm in the bus now, so I hope it's not too loud uh, regarding the background noise, but I just remembered something else. <laughs> I had a super weird dream today. Um, it was kind of related to the TV show Killing Eve. I don't know if you know it. If you don't, please watch it. It's really great. And I think that Phoebe Waller something, you know whom I mean. Uh, she's a fleabag person. <laughs> She had her hands on this show as well. I think she's an executive producer or something, or a writer. I'm not sure. But anyways, um, I had a dream that... Uh, I have to think about it real quick. So I had a dream that um, 
one person and it was kind of a mixture between me and this actress or the character in the show so it was it felt like it was me but I was seeing that person from the outside so I wasn't really having the first person view so so to say and she was on a boat like a cruise ship and there was something about her husband that she hasn't been able to get in touch with but she knew that her husband was here and there were other women who were conspiring against her and she saw them on the cruise ship sitting at a table and having dinner and talking and whatnot and then she went to the railing uh, which was kind of set up as a bar so you can sit directly at the railing and um, she was uh, pointing towards uh, the sea and saying something about oh my god do you see that person and she was leaning over and at one point I just thought that she wanted to have this other woman sitting next to her having a drink leaning yeah, over yeah, and then like. push her <laughs> because uh, in the series she's playing a serial killer <laughs> but to my surprise she didn't do it but she just jumped over the railing and uh, into the water and there was this beautiful scene of her getting into the water very very cinematographic and slow motion and stuff like that and then she just appeared again and looked up and then she saw that her husband and he looked very very scruffy like a mad scientist was along with the other women looking down and they weren't saying anything and they were just saying you know we see you as if like don't even bother uh, trying trying to draw attention to you it doesn't work and then there was a cut and she was super soaked in the in some of the hallways uh, underneath the deck just standing there with her dress all wet and shivering yeah, and yeah that was it it was super weird I, I have no idea why I dreamt that but then again uh, the night before I was dreaming that I was a FBI agent so I don't know what's going on at the moment oh well Um, I got a little bit distracted by the books that I bought actually I spent some time reading at the what is it called in English I only know the weird Danish name Rahus Plus the what is it called um, I don't even remember the German name now uh, Rathausplatz, council place, square, you know, like wh where the Politiken bookstore is. And I got rec recommended two amazing books again. So there's this one guy who works there. And I remember that the last time I've been there, he was also recommending me stuff. And he's pretty much an expert when it comes to feminist technoscience feminism, political science and STS, so science, technology and society studies. 
and he's really really cool he kind of reminds me a little bit um, of Chris Pratt um, I think that's his name right from Parks and Recreation and Guardians of the Galaxy um, he kind of has this uh, a bit of a Nordic uh, Chris Pratt vibe very specific with what I wanted to have and then he recommended me two books that well he recommended me more but I ended up buying two books which cost a fortune but don't tell my mom <laughs> uh, luckily there's a student discount but I still spent over 500 crowns on two books um, they're both from MIT Press um, so from MIT uh, associates or professors, I think. And one is called Coded Democracy, I think, <laughs> as far as I remember. Um, which is, uh, it's very well written. So I, I started reading to the second, almost third chapter. And um, it begins with outlining kind of the hacker activist um, scenes in, in America and Germany uh, starting in the 90s and also the influences from earlier times in the 60s and 70s and um, regarding the people that actually joined the movement and it's quite interesting to see and, and what they're fighting for and it's a lot about uh, privacy and surveillance uh, threats um, from the government and some of them actually wrote before the invention of the internet about it that they feel like there might be a threat coming and it's it's quite uh, incredible actually um, that they've had this kind of foresight and it seems like a very good book and very easy to read it kind of has a very nice flow reads a little bit like a novel almost like a i don't know like a mi crime mystery detective novel or something um yeah and the other book is feminist data is it feminist data i think it is and that's basically about um, yeah, feminism data science all the biases and the history um, of women within data science and stuff like that um, also something about power struggles and yeah two very interesting books that I kind of wanted to treat myself so yeah I'm okay with paying that much money and I think they will be a huge inspiration not only for the project uh, because I gotta limit myself with the sources uh, now because I have a lot of stuff that I want to include but um, mainly as an inspiration source for my master's thesis so I hope that will be cool and they're very beautiful books I'm gonna show you and you will then know about the books that I'm talking about now after you listen to this podcast <laughs> so we're gonna jump back in time so to say together um yeah i hope that the wind isn't too messy with picking up from the microphone i'm not going
but I had. I remember there was something else I wanted to talk about, and now I forgot. Ah, uh, oh yeah, okay. No, now I for uh, I uh, did the opposite of forgetting, which is uh, remembering, right. Um, before, I wanted to go uh, into the bookstore. I asked them if they have their like customer toilets uh, open, but they didn't, unfortunately. So I was like, oh, where do I go? And they said like, oh, I don't know, maybe McDonald's or whatever. And then I went um, to the Starbucks nearby and I ordered something, even though, fuck Starbucks, but I ordered something because I feel bad asking to go to the toilet without being a customer. I don't know why. Anyways, um, she was like, oh, no, sorry, our, our client customer toilets are closed. They're not open for public due to obviously corona and I was like mm, damn it do you know where I can go to the toilet and she's like ah, I don't know maybe the central station or the McDonald's and I was like okay and then I was waiting and then I asked her hey do you know maybe if the public toilets are open because I wasn't sure because you told me that the public uh, toilets are closed right so she was like hmm no but oh, come on I'll I'll let you use our toilet and she was super sweet and then she was like okay I'll, I'll uh, tend to the customers behind you first so the, uh, that they're away and they didn't they don't notice and stuff like that and then I was able to go to the um, to that toilet which was a blessing and yeah I was super thankful and they were absolutely fine with it they were like oh don't worry sorry to let you wait and blah 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 and why I'm telling you this, obviously, good deed, which is pretty cool. Well, someone else kind of did a favor, but um, and was nice to me, which is always cool. But I was actually reading for a class. No, actually, for, for my exam last semester, one that I unfortunately didn't take. But one of the texts uh, that we had to prepare was about two women uh, social scientists and designers who have uh, created a field study about public toilets in the UK I think and kind of um, thinking like talking to a lot of people especially like older people and maybe even people with um, some conditions that make it difficult for them to go out without having a toilet in reach stuff like that and it made me so much more aware um, of public toilets and how they're designed and how they're often very flawed and uh, pretty dirty and kind of have a weird stigma around I don't know drug people going in there using drugs and they're being super filthy and stuff but I mean there are a lot of elderly people who have um, what is it called incontinence I think um, so they need to have some like they need to have toilets somewhere um, available for them and I was wondering what the fuck like how is it now with with the whole corona that must be very difficult for them because I was also struggling with finding a toilet and I don't even have any big issues when it comes to that but yeah just another food for, to uh, for thought my English today is so horrendous <laughs> excuse my weird pronunciations but anyways 
uh, the wind is picking up again. I'm soon home. Um, I hope you can hear what I'm saying and yeah, I'm gonna switch over to a break. Uh, no, not a break, uh, a transition. All right, uh, three, two, one, go. you enjoyed this episode and I'm gonna leave you with one discovery of my discover weekly Spotify list I hope you liked the song I felt like it had kind of like very relaxing chill uh, summer vibes so again if you're listening on Spotify I think it doesn't work it only works um, in the app here but yeah enjoy anyways and have a good day as always, bye!